0: Schools of Prayer, a podcast series looking at Catholic religious communities and how they pray. My name is Father Stephen, and I'm a monk at Prinage Abbey here in Gloucestershire. We're a community of Benedictine monks dedicated to a life of prayer. One of the questions that I'm asked regularly is, what is the point of monastic life? And it is kind of very difficult to answer really, because people always want me to say what it is we do. And when I say we pray, then they would say to me, yes, but what what do you do? And I would say, well, we pray. And this goes on like ping pong, backwards and forwards. What they really mean is, what do we produce? Which is a classic Western example of consumerism. Something that you can take away with you in a nice plastic bag. And the point about monasticism is we don't produce anything. What we do is what Benedict says in his rule as the basic requirement for a novice or somebody coming to the front door of the monastery. The basic question is, are you seeking God? very profound question, really, a very simple question. And I know this series of talks is all about seeking God, but the Benedictine, the monk, actually does this in a particular way. We cut ourselves off from normal society in the sense that we are celibates, we live in community, but we also have a great deal of solitude during the day. And St. Benedict in his rule is very specific about what we do during the day. It's sort of sliced up, if you like, into prayer, work and meditation. And my old novice master always used to say to me when I had problems, which was nearly most of the time as a novice, keep the balance, dear, he said, keep the balance. And what he meant was, don't overdo one thing to the detriment of another, which is a great rule for life, whether you're on the spiritual path or not. We all need to keep this balance. And for St. Benedict, the balance is between Psalmody, the Book of Psalms in the Bible, which is the staple of the monk's day. Seven times a day, we go into choir and we chant the Psalms from one end of the Psalm, Book of Psalms to the other. That is the staple, but also manual work, because we're not disembodied angels. We are more like in fleshed spirits, if you like. We are flesh and blood. And we also have to realise that part of the reality of being human is to make our own living. So here at Prinage, for example, we do that by principally making incense and we have other uh, little industries. But in the end, we call back to choir. We go from work to choir, to eating, to choir, to bed, and that, and that is the sort of balance, if you like, that is a very delicate thing. And the problem with spirituality, with the seeker, if you like, and and it can be a problem in monasteries, that sometimes it gets out of kilter, that we overdo prayer. Or we underdo manual work. Or something like that. Because we all tend in personalities to to tend towards one thing or another. But St. Benedict is always insistent on coming back, coming back, coming back to the midpoint. There are no extremes in the Benedictine way. Because extremes tend to lead to spiritual insanity. This is true of any seeker of any sort of spirituality we're talking about. But I think the monastic way is particularly good. You know, the genius of the monastic way is particularly good at this sort of bringing us back to the midpoint, this balance, where we ultimately confronted not only with God, but with ourselves. And this is where solitude comes in. Most of us would do anything to escape the naughtiness, the the knotty problem of what it is to be human. So we try and find escapes to that. And what Benedict, St. Benedict does is bring us back to this reflective mode. It's not a sort of spiritual navel gazing, but it's more a reflective mode where we begin to see what God is doing in our lives. So it's both a journey inwards to our own centre, but also a journey outwards. In love to others, and this concept of uh, service to others is vital in the monastic way. I always think that a monastery that doesn't practice hospitality, you may as well close the doors because hospitality is one of the key elements in the in the monastic life. And so we go out to others, whether that's the guest, the person in distress coming to the door, or whatever or in our own community, if you have somebody sick or infirm. This is, if you like, the messiness of what it is to be human. It would be very nice if we could just lock all the doors and lead a nice spiritual life on a cloud. But unfortunately, being human, that's not possible. And in fact, that's the very glory of what it is to be a Christian and what it is to be a monk. The glory is that it isn't our own spiritual trip. In fact, The basic requirement is that we seek God, not that we seek enlightenment, not that we seek fulfillment, not that we seek perfection. All those things that can be very dangerous, but we seek God in the very givenness of this situation. And I think that that's what St. Benedict teaches us. The first word of the rule is listen, asculta in Latin. We are called to listen now we could say we're listening to another, God speaking, or the abbot speaking, or our brother speaking, but also to listen to our own hearts. And if I may quote from another tradition, the Carmelo tradition, St. Teresa of Avila, who was called this undaunted daughter of desire, this is where God is, in our deepest desire. Whatever that desire may be, that is where God is. It's, it's, if you like, a symbol. No matter how disordered that desire may be, it's a desire for God. It's a desire to transcend, if you like, our own limited earthbound existence. And so, in the monastery, we construct, according to St. Benedict's model, this building, if you like, within which we can do this, and within which we can become focused on the Word of God, on the divine office, on the Eucharist principally, and also on the daily manual labour and all the rest of it. The rule of St Benedict's like a trellis up which the roses grow. The rule of St Benedict is not an end in itself, but it's like a a trellis or a skeleton on which flesh grows. It's a structure. Or if you want to become very zen about it, it's more like runway three at um, London Airport. As one Benedictine once said, it's the largest, emptiest space in the world. It's a runway or a way to run, which is a sort of paraphrase of St. Benedict, talking about running our hearts enlarging until we run, we effortlessly run in the way of God's commandments. And so initially the spiritual life, as I see it, is difficult initially because we move from fear to love. And I think that that is what the spiritual task is in this world because we are fallen human nature, if you like, although we've been redeemed. We go from fear to love, as St John says, I think 24 to, oh no, where he says it a lot anyway, in his first letter of St. John, he talks about going from fear to love, and St. Benedict picks up this point, that we begin with fear in the monastic life. We're afraid of what the abbot might think of us, we're afraid of what our brothers might think of us, and ultimately we're afraid of what we think of ourselves. But as we proceed in the way of God's commandments, in this way of life, we begin to let go of those fears, and we begin to learn what love is and what freedom is, ultimately.